right. So, so, so based off what I've told you so far, we're going to, yes. oh, we're real quick. Thank you again to our sponsor tonight. That's right. Lone Star Appliance Repair. That's right. Reach them at 936-9296-3355. And you can reach them at LoneStarAppliance.us. You can talk to Sarah over there, who's a uh, fantastic owner. Uh, r- real quick, guys. I mean, I, I did have to call her uh, this past week because we had a gas leak in our dryer. And, uh, I mean, like she was... Ex- very responsive, got back to us as quick as she could, told us the earliest date that she could get out and even walked us through some things that we could try to fix it ourselves. And so like she's she's not just in the business of you know like making money, but they're they're in the business of actually getting people taken care of. And so if you want a if you want to be taken care of right, give them a call again. Well you're gonna save money. You're gonna save money. Right. I mean like between possibly your life in my in my instance. <laughs> very true. And yeah. I know you're about to give the phone number. It's 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 up here. We'll we'll say it anyway. But the thing is like when you go and repair something, you're keeping it out of the landfill. That that's one thing. Yeah. But also, like, it's probably gonna cost you, you know, hundreds of dollars mm-hmm. rather than replacing it, which is probably gonna be you know, six times that amount. You know, it's right. like, you know, you're saving money and you're, you know, not putting something else in the landfill. It's really, really good. Uh, their number is 936-296-3355. Or you can find them at LoneStarAppliance.us. Yeah, awesome. Great sponsor. Thank you guys for cool. sponsoring the show tonight. Um, so, yeah, man. So, based off of the uh, the information I've given you so far, <sighs> what, what, what do you think? Well, I mean. So, like, people people attacked them. And also supported them. I'm, I'm talking Southern well, Star. Well, like, yeah, like, so what, here's one of the things that I saw, and this is why I knew that there was a problem. Uh-huh. Southern Star blew up. Yeah. Like that, like the next day, or maybe it was the weekend after that happened, I don't remember what the days were, but like the next thing that happened was like they were overrun. They had to shut down early just uh-huh. because of, they were running out of stuff. Right. Because people were supporting now. There were also going to be plenty of people that were on the other side of that, yeah. right? That, you know, blasting or whatever. I mean, according to them, they were receiving numerous threats. I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that. But, again, I mean, I, it's like one of those deals, at, in, in, and I don't really know where the fine line is with all of this. Yeah. And, you know, here we are. We're, we're putting on a podcast, and anybody in the world can listen to this if they want to. But the reality of it is, like, we live in a state where if you want to not do something, yeah. You don't have to. Sure. If you don't want to provide service to somebody, you don't have to. Right. Like, I mean, there's no, there's no repercussions. If you just say, you know what? I don't like you wearing a hat, Craig. Sure. Get out of my, my business. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah. And now, are people going to blast you for that? Absolutely. You know, well, they'll blast you for it. I, I, I think, I think, well, and I've listened to some interviews with this guy, the CEO. Okay. Right. And, and so his big statement has been, is like, listen, we're an apolitical organization, so we don't want we don't want political things happening here. Which I okay, I'm just gonna go ahead and say that's complete BS. Okay, it just is. Yeah. I mean, like every, every organization is going to be political, whether they want to or not. Right. Just by having people use your product. Right. You know, I mean, like I I, I would imagine there has been a political candidate that has had a sip of Southern Star beer and enjoyed it and probably didn't agree with the politics. And, Absolutely. And they let him do it. Why? Yeah. Because he bought it. Sure. You know, and and they've had other political events there. Yeah. And so that's where people were like, well, hang on. And so that's when people started getting suspicious of be like, well, what's what's actually going on here? Like, because we, we know that you do other, you do other events that are like 
political in nature. So, like, why why is this one the problem, but, like, you've been okay with all the rest of them? And, and so they're saying, like, and, you know, to, to Southern Star's credit, like, Kyle Rittenhouse, whether or not you think he's innocent, guilty, whatever or not, I mean, he is a controversial fig- figure. Yes. So, yes. I mean, like, you can, you can completely support him, but also recognize right. he's a controversial person. Yeah, um, he is. So it, it's, it's just a crazy, crazy situation going right. on there. Um, and, and so, you know, who, who knows what's actually... So I, what I do know, uh, it, if you want to put those headphones on, that way you, we'll be all able to hear each other. We got a, we got a guest sitting down. We're going to introduce her in just a second. Yep. They, they moved the event just down the street. Oh, really? Which, I didn't even realize Which that. I actually think could be more problematic going... <laughs> going I mean, like it's, yeah. I think it's actually happening this weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's going to be ugly. So I, it could be. It's I mean, the, you, you've, mm-hmm. made it, you've made it a you've thing. You've made it a thing. And now that it's a thing, it's going to be a thing. It's, it's going to continue to be a thing. That's right. Yeah. So anyway, we got a All new right. guest. We that's actually right. haven't met before. Hi. 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 I'm Craig. This is Kevin. Hi. Welcome. Go you ahead are? and pull that microphone right up to your mouth. Yeah. Just make sure you there can hear you. Go. All right. Is this better? Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Okay. I'm Amy Lampman. I'm with the Lampman Home Team okay. with EXP Realty. EXP. Okay. Very cool. So are, right. are you a realtor or... I'm a realtor, team leader. Team leader. Okay. Trainer. Okay. Trainer. So what's the difference between a realtor, team leader, and a broker? A broker has to have a certain license. Okay. So you have no license. I have a license <laughs> to be a realtor. <laughs> I have a license to drive. No. I have a license. I'm a licensed realtor okay. who started a real estate team because I had a lot of experience. Uh-huh. And I work for an amazing broker. And that way, I don't have to have um, the responsibility of owning the brokerage. Right. Okay. Right. So, so they... They're working under your brokerage, but but you're kind of leading a team. Yes. Okay. Amazing. I, I, I don't think I've ever heard of that type of scenario. Is this a common? Well, it's kind of groundbreaking, and okay. it's something that EXP launched back in 2009 after okay. the real estate crash. Okay. <laughs> Cloud-based business, baby. Okay. Well, I just, like I said, I, I that's, not, that's not something that I've really ever considered or heard about so that this is new to me and we talked to a lot of like we talked to a lot of realtors we talked to yeah, a lot of home, for sure. home construction types of people and those types of things and so i don't know it's, it's interesting i've never heard of it yeah but and does and, and and i may be way off base here but does exp do they do more than just like real estate right i mean like so exp is actually um it's a publicly traded company, uh-huh. and it's a holding company. Okay. So it's a worldwide company. So when you join our brokerage, it's it's kind of incredible. But we have technology companies, we have title companies. There's numerous companies. We own one called Verbella, uh-huh. and just by being a partner with the company, you are part owner in all those sub companies. So it's oh, like a, cool. it's almost like an umbrella. Okay. Okay. But they, they do other real estate things too. Like they do like lending and, and different things like yes. that. Yeah, okay. Yes, we have I, I, success lending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. that's one of our businesses that we own. And we are worldwide. And the neat thing about that is if you came to me and you said, Amy, you're licensed in Texas. Uh-huh. I have a condo in Florida. Can you help me? Uh-huh. I can find a business partner in two minutes yeah. that has accolades, top realtor in that direct market area uh-huh. and then we can work together and I could actually negotiate on your behalf but using their license oh wow that is that's super unique we need to talk <laughs> <laughs> yeah no doubt because Craig has some ideas well, and we're also very investor friendly okay. okay which in this market I mean I know that you've heard it's shifting it's changing interest rates are up now yeah. they're down you know what's happening and the neat thing about it is 
even in a market that's shifting, mm -hmm. you know, if you know the right people, if you know people that have been smart with their money, they want to invest in For homes. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So right now when people are like, oh, market's so slow, I'm like, market's busy. Like, I'm so busy. <laughs> I just... You know, talk to different types of people. Sure, sure. Yeah, I, I, well, I think I think right now the big thing that's that's changed, and you correct me if I'm wrong. It's not that the market's not busy. It's just that properties are sitting, they're sitting on the market for a reasonable amount of time. Whereas before, like they were, they'd last like two days, and people just got used to that. And now it's like if it sits there for a week, it's like what's going on? Well, it's the good old adage of supply and demand. Yeah. And so when there was, you know, that fear after COVID, like what's happening? I want a bigger house. Everybody had all of these demands and desires. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there was a shortage, right? Yeah. So. Because we couldn't build. It, we Yes. Right. Exactly. There's supply, plane, supply uh, chain management issues. Yeah. So we weren't getting things in. There was a shortage of toilet paper along with all the building supplies and paint. Forget about it. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, it was... Yeah, that was so nuts, man. Like, seriously, like, if you wanted to find high... Like, if you wanted to find oil-based paint, it was not available. Oh, you could not buy it. Oh, try to find um, Clorox wipes. Oh, right now? Right now? No, not now, oh, but, but, but back yeah, then. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Oh, one tub of them was $47. What's the world? It's like, like buying eggs world? right now. Oh, eggs yeah. right <laughs> now, $7. I'm very offended by that. <laughs> right. Like, your mom is sitting on a gold mine. I know. She, she, she's, yeah. sitting, she's sitting pretty. She'll probably be here tonight. Like, I'm going to buy, to I'm her. literally going to buy a chicken. Just <laughs> Yeah. There's a lot of people going rogue with the HOA. They're like, nuts to this. I'm going to get a chicken. And yeah. you're right? not going to stop me. Right. Like, the fees from my HOA will be less than the carton of eggs. So, fine. It's true. Right? <laughs> That's it's worth true. it. They sacrifice. Yeah. Believe it or not, did you know that in my neighborhood I can't have chickens? I don't doubt it. That the, the, a but, lot of but I, but a I lot of neighborhoods have banned them. I live in an acreage neighborhood. I know. That's highly makes, offensive. I know. <laughs> like, look, I live on acres. Like, Dude, why can't you? Are you kidding me? They're banned at my place. Oh, they are. Yeah. See, no, I could do it. No one would know. Well, that's the thing. Is like, as long as you don't have a rooster, you're probably going to be okay. Like, that's the thing. Is like, someone's going to have to report you, probably. Yeah, but and no one cares at my place. Well, no and if you have land, yeah, that's in high demand. It we is. have so <laughs> many people looking for land. Cha -ching, cha -ching, so, cha -ching. and we do. We don't only sell residential, but uh -huh. we look for for ranches, for land, yeah. for commercial. Yeah. So my agents cover all aspects of real estate. Fantastic. Awesome. So are that. you, I mean, with, with prices still being, you know, not astronomically, but they're still high and, and rates are high. Do you see people opting f for different options on their home? Maybe something smaller or people still like, look, I want, I want a bigger house or, you know, most people looking to move up. So right now what we're seeing is that prices were overinflated mm -hmm. because of the frenzy from the past year. Right. Okay. Yeah. So we had to reset seller expectations and say, look, those were overinflated prices. It was like a false appreciation. Yeah. So people that thought, oh, my home appreciated a hundred thousand in a matter of six months. No, that's, if you got lucky, you got lucky and sold during that little moment in time, yeah. that little unicorn glitch in the universe. <laughs> hey, but look, other than let that, me tell you, <laughs> I sold my house at the end of March of 22 mm -hmm. and I bought a house at the beginning of uh, end of April of 22 mm -hmm. and I couldn't have struck gold better because my house sold for probably $75,000 more than it should have sold for mm -hmm. and I only paid uh, on on a much like a triple the price piece of property I only paid like 10% over at the time. Mm -hmm. So I, I made, 
I made about 50% on my house nice. of what I should have made. Mm-hmm. And I only paid 10% yeah. over of what I, what I purchased. Like I, I, like this vortex happened right at the perfect moment. I got lucky. Well, I got lucky. I'll tell you this. Uh, and the interest rate, sorry, I cut you off. No, you're good. The interest rate was four and a half percent at the time. Nice. So I really did hit a vortex. Well, in uh, 2020, when everybody was, you know, at home staring at the computer, we uh-huh. weren't allowed to go out. My husband and I were like, hmm, we're bored. Let's let's find a lake house. So oh, we nice. went shopping for a lake house and closed November of 2020. It had ugly pictures. No one could see it because of COVID. But I'm a licensed realtor in Texas, so I showed it to myself. Uh-huh. And um, <laughs> let's just say that it's now doubled its value oh, wow. in literally two years. Good for you. So it's it's wild. Good for you. And That's you got a lake house. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> and my interest rate on that one, two point seven five. Oh, that That's there it is. Nuts. That, yeah. That that Don't, is nuts. You can't you can't sell no. it now. I mean, like, it's like <laughs> no, it's not worth it to sell. It's it. almost like they're paying you to have it. <laughs> Exactly. Compared well, and, to what you're getting right now. Well, and then I turned it into a write-off. I talked to my CPA, and I uh. was like, uh, how do I make this not just a unicorn, but a unicorn Pegasus? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I need wings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you have, like, VRBO on that uh, deal? No, or? we're not allowed to STR it or VRBO okay. it. No, it's all about being creative. Since I have okay. a real estate team, right? It's a business. Uh, so you're giving them perks. So I actually bring my team there, and we do team leadership and trainings. So I rent it to yourself, to, to yourself. myself. Yeah, I love it. Yep. No, and my CPA is like, you run a business, a legitimate yeah. business. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I actually have 150 agents that work in my revenue group, right? So I can bring any of them in mm-hmm. and I just charge myself a pretty penny. It's Perfect. worth it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a lake house with a view of Lake Travis. There you go. <laughs> Can't beat that. It's wow. all about being creative in real estate. Yeah. So if you want a creative team mm-hmm. that will look and find you deals yeah. and and just show you how to find those unicorns. Yeah. Then that's when you call us. Okay. Awesome. I so love it. so the reason the reason we probably should talk is I've I'm I've been hunting in uh, Arkansas for like a couple years now, just waiting for the right deal to come along. So I know I know where I want to be. Like I know what I want. I'm just waiting for the right one to come along, and you know, like I need. I, I'm just gonna have to be creative in how I purchase it. So, um, yeah, and like I've worked with an agent there. She's kind of fallen off the map. Um, I don't know if she was one of these uh, Johnny Come Lately real estate agents that you know, like was in it for the COVID, and now she's out. Um, Let's just say all realtors are not created equal. That is for certain. Um, so, but yeah, so like I've, you know, and, but like buying, buying out of state property can be tricky. Absolutely. You know, you know, like when you don't know anybody there really, I mean, you can't be, you can't have your feet on the ground all the time. I, I, I would imagine like even, you know, even something like on Lake Travis, like where you, it's, it's not as convenient to be there when you live here, you know, to, to get there and actually, you know, put eyeballs on it. Um, so you got to get creative that way too, unless you're the agent. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Perks. Yeah. So I mean, even like just out of town property can be can be tricky. Um, so I, what are you going to do with Arkansas property? Uh, my my nothing. My, yeah, really. I mean, that's pretty much it. <laughs> no. I, so my my big goal, and I, I tell people this all the time, and they think I'm weird, but it's fine. I want to own a waterfall, and there are tons of them in Arkansas. And the land, the land, like when I started shopping there, this is what irritates me: is when I started shopping there, it was two thousand dollars an acre. And I think it's somewhere between like six and eight thousand dollars an acre now, which is still way cheaper than it is here. Um, and so we we want a big recreation piece of property where we can we can go hunting, fishing, hiking, 
take people for recreation. Um, How many acres are you looking for? I would like to have about a hundred, mm-hmm. um, you know, but like, you know, 40 to 60 would be fine. I can do everything I want to do on 40 to 60 acres. There's certain like regulations and stuff that you have to abide by in Arkansas. And there's certain perks I want mm-hmm. um, with land ownership there. So like a big one is when you own a certain amount of land there, uh, you automatically get an elk tag every year, which is super hard to get in pretty much every state. Uh, but if you own a certain amount of land, you get it, you get an automatic elk tag. Um, not that there's elk throughout Arkansas, but you know, you still get it. Um, and then, you know, and then, you know, you just, you want enough space to, you know, ride horses and where other people can't yep. enjoy your Yep. And really my, my only stipulation is I want a waterfall. It doesn't even have to be a big one. I just want a waterfall. I love that. <laughs> so that's, I've been hunting for two years there. So we, we, and we go every year. And Dude, remember the, remember the cave? <sighs> Dude, we, we found a cave. He found a cave. <laughs> and he didn't realize, he, he showed me, he's like, man, I, I, I found a cave. And I'm like, I'm like, really? You're, you got to be kidding me. Like, okay, a cave, a bear cave, like a little bitty cave. He's like, no, dude, like this is a cave. Like a legit cave. Yeah, and so, I, and so he <laughs> Well, I didn't realize how big it was. Well, so, yeah, so, so he showed it to me. I'm looking at the pictures. I'm like, dude, when you said a cave, I didn't know that you meant like you could park a helicopter in this thing. And he's yeah, like, it was massive. And he goes, he goes, what are you talking about? And I was like, look, come look at this. And I shown him the picture and I'm like, look right there. That's a person. Yeah. And he goes, what? And I'm like, that's a person walking on the bottom of the cave. That's the top of the cave. And so it was like, um, it was this huge perspective picture. Like, you know, imagine it being like the picture's this big and the person's like that tiny. tall, but that's the whole cave. And it's like, I was like, holy, like I thought it was just something somebody could walk through. And it was like, no, like it was a limestone mine that wow. someone had carved out. And so it was this huge space on the inside of a cave. And, but like stuff like that's available there all the time. But there's, there's not a lot of industry there. Well, I think part of the problem is that it, since there's not a lot of industry, there's not a lot of, like, access points. Right. It's very rural. And yeah. when I say rural, it's not like, oh, like, Montgomery's rural. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, like, nobody's anywhere. Right. Like, like you may be 40 miles from the next person, <laughs> you know? Which is exactly what I want. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Dreams. I like it. Yeah, absolutely. So in anything, anything else cool you're seeing in the real estate market right now? I love that lenders are actually being creative with problem solving. Mm-hmm. Um, the interest rates have dropped, just so you all know. Okay. They have dropped by about half. I saw them like five and a half percent the other day. Yes. Yeah. So we okay. are below the sixes. Right before Christmas, hey, we were mid sixes, and now we're almost a whole point lower. Okay. So that's going in the right direction. Yeah. Um, there's so many programs out there. Um, it was really a big struggle for veterans to get loans when, when we had the frenzy. People just wouldn't allow veteran loans. And now we're available to help them because it's just now it's not such a intense frenzy market. Right. We all doing the whole deal where like if you buy a home and we refinance it for you, we'll refinance for free. So there are a lot of lenders doing that, yes. And that's a 2-1 buy-down. So basically the interesting thing you want to know about a 2-1 buy-down is that it has to be a seller contribution. So it has to actually be on a one to four contract. The seller has to contribute on line 12B. So that's really important if Mm -hmm. you want that buy down. So right now, if it's a 5.5 interest rate, you can actually get 3.5 interest for your first year. 
Wow. Okay. And 3.5. Hey, we wouldn't do that. That's really good. And that's why the phone's ringing again. (laughs) The phone, I mean, it took a little break, which was nice for holiday. But now, I mean, it is, my team alone has locked in like four deals this week. Yeah. Which for second week of January is impressive. Hello. And now um, we're seeing a lot of activity. So that's it's great news for everyone because it's not really a buyer's market or a seller's market. And when people say that in the news, what they don't understand is mm-hmm. it's so geographic specific. So something that's happening in Cypress, Texas is not happening in Montgomery. Oh, right. right? Yeah. If it's in happening in the Woodlands, it may not be happening in Bel Air. Wow. So it's really, you have to look at the very specific neighborhood mm-hmm. or zip code and then that's have your, ha, and, and if you're not a seasoned realtor, you wouldn't even understand that. So you need somebody with experience. Right. I happen to be an icon agent with the company, which <laughs> means top 2% of 85,000 okay. agents. Wow. Mm. And, and so having knowledge and working with someone that actually has the knowledge to understand that. So you could say, I'm looking in Montgomery and I could say, let's look at the neighborhood you want to look at and then let's analyze if it's buyers or sellers. Hmm. That's crazy. Well, and if, if people are interested, I think in two weeks, we actually have Richard coming on the show and I, yeah. the name of his company is escaping, but he's, he's doing those, uh, those kinds of loans. Yeah. Uh, and he, I, I, the whole reason we're having him on is so he can explain how they work. Yeah. Because he's a lender. And he yeah. Knows. So it, it is really interesting. Cause, so I, I would I would be interested to hear what your take on this is. We made some predictions. The Homeowner Show made some predictions uh-huh. um, at the beginning of the year. Uh, and one of the predictions that I made was that, uh, kind of bold prediction, <laughs> was that uh, the market that happened in, you know, 2021, that was, you know, ridiculous where people are, you know, paying you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars over, there's 50 offers in the first 24 hours, maybe even more. I predict that that's actually gonna get worse. I, I, like that, that was a good time. Mm-hmm. I, I predict that that's gonna come back and that we're gonna have this frenzy again, uh, but it's gonna be worse, that, that's my prediction. He predicted the absolute opposite. That's true. Of that, and that, that it's actually, some things are gonna settle down in, in, in some pretty big ways. Um, I'm curious, what do you think is going to happen by the end of 2023? Well, I always tell clients we are not fortune tellers. No, we're not. But, <laughs> I get it. But, 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 and that note, just looking at the historically what's happened in the past and knowing how we had almost like a whip effect. Mm-hmm. So for me, the whip effect is you put something out there in the news and then how does everyone react? Oh, we have a shortage of toilet paper. Everyone goes and buys toilet paper. That's a whip effect, right? Right, yeah. yeah. So the whip effect is um, the market is so down, what's going to happen? Well, the interesting thing is that lenders took three months to come up with a solution and to start marketing. It takes time to get knowledge into everyone's brain, right? You hear it one time, you don't believe it, unless it's like doom and gloom, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. But I think that now that lenders are creating so many solutions and they're coming up with DPAs are back, HELOCs are coming back. We have VAs are available again. FHAs are better than ever. And I think that because there's so many solutions and this isn't a crisis like we had 2008, I think the solutions are gonna outweigh the problem. Mm. And so I think that it's gonna be more of a balanced market. I don't think it's gonna be such a frenzy like you're saying where it's gonna be 100 offers, but I don't think it's gonna be like desolate on the other end. I think it's gonna be more balanced. And I think key is Mm. working with people with experience because I have, I have a house right now that um, is on the market. It's out for like five months, okay? That's not good. Right. But I will say, 
Um, we actually had buyers. We had buyers at full price. Buyers fell out because buyers remorse hit really big during the frenzy. Yeah. So we would go through multiple contracts. Well, you wouldn't believe this, but I got two offers on it in the last 48 hours. Wow. Mm. One being full price. And it's been on the market five months. So wow. it's interesting how yeah. it, the mindset's changing. And I yeah. really think that it took 90 days for people to come up yeah. with a solution and well, go, okay. And the reality of it is that the lenders, the bank, I mean, the bank lenders, everybody wants to find a solution. I don't think that people out there going, how can we just, you know, make this problem worse? Well, you do know they cancel DPAs during the frenzy. Yeah. I actually don't know what those are. Okay. DPA is down payment assistance. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So people who, you know what, they're hardworking, but maybe they only have $10,000 in their bank account. Yeah. So a DPA would offer them maybe a 3% towards closing costs. And if they're doing an FHA loan, then the 3% goes towards their um, closing costs and their money can actually go towards their down payment. Okay. And so it creates the, the dream come true for these young homeowners. Yeah. When you pull DPAs away and you say, we're not giving veteran loans, like you're cutting out veterans, you're cutting out first time buyers. Mm -hmm. So now with a more balanced market, the people that we love to serve, which are our veterans, our heroes, and our first-time buyers, they're, they have options now. That's awesome. And the builders right now, oh my goodness. Hmm. The builders have too much inventory. Yeah. So a year ago, they had a shortage. So that, what did they do? They tripled down, right? Sure. Mm. Oh, we don't have enough houses. Let's go build 30. Right. Sure, yeah. So now they're like, uh, we have 10 houses. We'll drop them by 25,000 every week until we sell them. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we were we were just getting the wrap up sign from from Christian here. Um, no, I, I I think I think you're probably right. I mean, I think I think the only difference there would be like we can't control what the Fed does and like the, the whip effect, like kind of what you're talking about. Like if if the Fed were to take interest rates to like 10, percent I mean, it would tank. I mean, because people would just stop buying because yeah. they don't they don't no one wants to pay 10 percent interest, even though some people pay like 27 percent interest on their credit cards. Well, but you know what? When yeah. people stop buying, you know who always buys. Oh, the, the people that have cash. Investors. Yeah, yeah, investors. And guess what? All of our big oil guys, mm -hmm. they all got big checks. And well, yeah, and they're, and they're just, they're waiting for something like that to happen. They yeah. really are. I mean, because they'll swoop in and, and just and snag all the cheap stuff right off the market and not pay the interest. So the feds will actually hurt the veterans oh, and the first time sure. buyers. Yeah, no, yes, they, will. they will. And like, I don't, you know, I mean, like, don't hear me saying that I think the feds looking out for the little man at all. Um, I mean, yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway, if, if people need a good real estate agent, how do they how do they find you? I'm Amy Lampman with the Lampman Home Team. My number, this is my personal cell phone number. Oh, look out. Okay. 832-457-0511. All right. You might be getting some unsolicited text messages. That's okay. But <laughs> I put it out everywhere. I'm in the universe. It's all good. Yeah, that's, it's so funny to me. I'm like, no, don't don't give your cell phone out. People will find you. I'm like, seriously. People are going to find They're going to find, find We <laughs> want people to find us. Yeah, it's okay. Absolutely. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> right. Thank you so much it for sitting so down nice with us. It was so nice to meet y'all both. No, good. really, really good. Well, we're going to come talk to you later. Both of us have things to talk to you about. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. That's, you know what? And I'll give you koozies with the phone number. Hey, oh, yes. there we go. All right. We, we can send unsolicited texts. Yes, we can. So, <laughs> and we will. All my favorite properties in Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very cool. Thank you. Thank you Thank so you. much. All right. All right. We're going to give a shout. One last shout out to our tonight's sponsor, Lone Star Appliances or Lone Star Appliance Repair. Uh, again, you can reach them at 936-296-3355. And you can also go to the website at lonestarappliance.us. And I know that you can find them on Facebook. They are very responsive there. Uh, great company. Good friend Sarah runs that company. She would love to fix your stove. 
your refrigerator washer, dryer, wash, dishwasher. Dishwasher. They do those. That's that one breaks all the time. Do people I, fix microwaves? I don't think people fix microwaves. I know you hate them. I know they should just throw them in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> are you are, are you next? Are you next? Come on, right. dude. Come yeah, on in. Just need the uh, the headphones right no there. Worries. Never done this. Never done this. You never had All a. Right. You've, you've talked with people before, though, right? <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome. Go ahead and pull that microphone straight up to your mouth. That way, people people can hear you nice and loud. There you go. All right. Tell us who you are and what you do, man. I'm Michael Moody with Home Builders Elite. Um, we remodel houses, build additions. Uh, we started drying out homes. Uh, we've been expanding all over the Houston area. Um, worked hard to get a great name. Yeah. And uh, worked hard to keep a good name. For sure, man. Yeah, absolutely. How, how long have you been at this? So we're in our fifth year now. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, we... Uh, that's that's the magic year. Yes. Yes, it is. I mean, like, like, like in all seriousness, like, that's, the, like that's, mo- that's when most people drop out. It's like year four, year five. Yep. So uh, this is January. It's going to be a great year. There you go. That's right. I don't think <laughs> dropping out's an option. No. <laughs> Not at this point. That's that's no. the attitude right there. So I mean, you guys additions and remodels. I mean, like, is there anything that you guys specialize in, or is so we specialize in kitchens and bathrooms. Okay. Uh, and we've been specializing in that for about four years now. Okay. Um, and uh, we do a lot of tile work. We do a lot of custom cabinets. Um, Really, really good work. Awesome. I mean, you. I mean, you guys are actually building the cabinets. Yes, sir. I've got. Uh, I've got a cabinet guy that works for me full time. Uh, so I hire full time employees. We vet everybody. Um, we we keep the same guys. So we've got a lot of repeat customers. They they have you know established relationships with the guys. Mm-hmm. They end up knowing all of us. You know, they get yeah. the same guys back to their house every time we do work and. Uh, you know, I'm a little different than a lot of other contractors. What do you, what do you feel like sets you sets you apart and makes you different? Well, the fact that uh, that we do have full time workers that, instead, that is instead different, of yeah. using subcontractors, uh, and then from from the beginning when I started this, I knew it was all about my name. Mm, that's so true. And you know, this day and age, uh, you gotta you gotta get a, a good name and keep a good name. So. If, my name's always been the most important thing. Yeah. You know, we, we have a warranty with everything we do. I've always honored a warranty. Um, is the warranty different for every project, or you guys kind of have a standard one? We have a standard one-year warranty on uh, parts and labor. And, okay. um, and I mean, this everything's worked out good. You know, we've made mistakes along the way and had to, sure. had to do warranty calls. Uh, and... I've done every one of them. You yeah. know, we, we make it a point to we make it a point to keep everybody happy. Yeah. So do you, do you guys have a plumber on staff then? Uh, yes, we've got licensed plumber, licensed electrical. Um, so the uh, I mean, like I just want everyone to know, like that's unusual. It is. It's extremely unusual. I mean, like I, I know a lot of contractors, and we've had a lot of them on the show. Well, I'm, I'm rarely. Getting a, I'm getting a house built right now. And yeah. It's, it's done by a GC, which is fine. It, it's it's fine, but you're having to sub everything out. And here's part of the problem with subbing everything out. Um, for example, we had a guy come in and rough in our, our electrical stuff. Well, he got busy. I don't know what he did, but he, he kind of crapped out on us. So 
you know, it's time to, to, to do the rest of the electrical before the insulation can go in. And he nowhere to be found. So we had to go find another electrician, which is, again, we probably wound up better on the end, but we lost a week. And we didn't know this guy. We had to come in and bring him in. So with your with your system, you you can tell the homeowner from the beginning, look, the process that we're going to give you is completely in-house. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, we may, we, we may have... We do things completely different. And uh, most of the time, I get my money on the end. Yeah. And I explain that to my customers, you know. So our goal is to go in to do you a good job and to get it completed in a timely manner. Um, you know, and... Uh, like I say, we've growing company, and we've been doing really good. We're expanding mm. in new areas. Uh, we built a crew to work uh, Woodlands, Magnolia, Tomball, that whole area. Yeah. So. Wow. So do you do just remodeling, or do you build homes as well? Uh, we do remodeling. We, we build additions. Uh, when it comes to a new home, I subcontract out the framing. Um, but... Uh, we I, we recently started a, another company drying out homes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, so. Or like water remediation kind of stuff. Yes, sir. Okay. So I've gotten uh, nationally certified, um, and I handle insurance companies a lot. I've been doing it for years. So I actually go in. We can dry the home out. Uh, I can handle the whole insurance process, and then we rebuild the whole home. Oh wow! Wow! So I love that. We're we're the one stop shop, and that's been my goal for for a few years now hmm. and we're making it happen. So was, was that something that you just came across and, and just wanted to try it out or did you have experience in that or was something your customers were asking you for? I started dealing with the remodeling part of uh, you know insurance jobs and I started dealing with adjusters um, and then I just saw an opportunity because they're having to get separate companies to do it. Yeah. And, uh, it's easier that, for them if there's this one-stop shop. Yeah, that, that became my dream, and then, you know that's the reason that I didn't get into building new, uh, you know, new construction homes. Yeah, I went a different route. Hmm. Well, and I think that's one of the things that that is challenging for a lot of contractors. We're the the contractor network here. We talk to a lot of contractors on our show, and it's one of those deals, especially for people. You're you're in year five here, okay? So when you're in year three, there's a lot of people that are still ramping. They're still ramping up and still they're, you know, they're going, oh, well, I'll do that and I'll do that and I'll do that and I'll do that and I'll do that. And at, at, at the end of the day, it's like, man, I, I do, I'm a jack of all trades, I'm a master of none. Mm-hmm. And then they wind up having to try to pull themselves back and go, what do I actually really want to do? Mm-hmm. You know, and, but, but it, to begin with, you're trying to, to make a dollar. You're trying to support your family. You're trying to pay the bills and all those sorts of things. But, it, you know, when you can truly find a lane, and stick in that lane, the amazing thing is people will find you. And when they do, you're going to be able to say, look, this is what we do. We don't do that. We don't do that. We do this. And I think that there's a, a real opportunity in that. So I say kudos to you for I sure. I appreciate it. We, uh, you know, I had to learn over the years. And I mean, what you were just saying, uh, if you want to build cabinets, you hire a cabinet guy. You know, if you want to do plumbing you get a plumber whatever and so that's where we're at we've we've got the cabinet guys we we've got i've got guys that do drywall that's their specialty Mm -hmm. um you know we 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 do good work awesome was there is there anything uh new that you're seeing people ask you to do in like kitchens and bathrooms that it's kind of unique 
we have been doing a lot more cabinets. Uh, People just ripping out old ones and putting new ones in, or yeah, we're we're, we're doing more custom cabinets. Okay. So, uh, you know, it's a little more expensive, but they they're a lot nicer. It's, it's much better product. And I tell you what, we just so we we bought a house back in May, and one of the things we did is um, the kitchen was really nice, uh, but the the cabinets were kind of a birch color. They were high gloss enamel finish basically mm-hmm. and so we decided we're going to strip them down we're going to take the, the cabinet doors off and put new doors and drawer fronts on a lot of people do that and, yeah. and we decided to uh, put soft clothes on everything my paint guy who Aaron uh, Bernazal he's awesome he's been on our show I think before they're here tonight oh I'm, I hope so I need to go see him uh, he does great great painting and so we had him come in and do it and he was like I'll put the doors on I'll do that kind of stuff but I'm not going to do the drawer slides and I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah, it's 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 a headache, and I, I don't want to do it. Um, and I wound up doing it myself. And let me tell you, that is a project, <laughs> and it is no fun. And uh, we, we figured it out, but it was a big, big problem. But, man, we completely changed the look of, of our kitchen by changing the doors and drawer fronts changing the hardware yeah. and painting everything. So. That actually sells me a lot of kitchens uh, because I do give the customers that option. You know, if the cabinets are good, uh, that'll save you some money. Absolutely. You know, so why not? Absolutely. Uh, it actually helps land jobs. So let me ask you one more question. Are you finding, you know, we're, we got, we got some background noise here. We Sorry about that. We're starting the program. Yeah, here. we may need to wrap this up really quickly. But um, are you finding that people are putting color into their cabinets instead of just like the standard white or anything are you finding finding that yeah we we're putting color in the cabinets you know it's a preference uh, sure and you know some customers we've painted cabinets i would not want that color cabinet yeah you know? <laughs> they want and, and they love it yeah uh it's basically a lot of neutral colors, your grays and everything, but we do run across the occasional one that, that wants something fancy. <laughs> well, we did, well, we did, we did white cabinets in our island. We did a like a green, like a sage green. Looks fantastic. Yeah, it really, really does. Yeah. So, so what about what about in bathrooms? Well, actually, on the on the cabinet uh, subject. I've been noticing a trend where people are opting to not have top cabinets and just like open shelves. So yeah, are you seeing that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. We uh, so we do that a lot. Also, um, we've got a Facebook website. You know, you can check us out. Yeah. Uh, but we have done that multiple times. Awesome. It's my dad walking behind you right there. There he is. <laughs> the if man, you can't tell, he's the man with the plan right there. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. We. I mean, we actually did that in our house. We did like the um, what do you call it? It's rough cut cedar. Uh-huh. So, so it's still, great. So it's still like, you know, it's not finished. It's just like the, the way that the wood. Live the, edge. The, yeah, live edge. That's the way. You, yeah. Thank you. Um, Kevin did that for me, actually. Not you, but. Yeah. We, the, we the have other a friend. The good Kevin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, so I mean, like, I, 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 we didn't do it because it was trendy. It was just fit our kitchen. But I was just curious if you've been seeing that quite a bit. Um, we have. I mean, you know, the scope of work changes job to job. Um, yeah. But but yeah, we are running across that. Yeah, the other the other thing I've been seeing, particularly with bathrooms, is this this deal where like they'll put like a freestanding tub on the exterior wall of the shower, 
Mm-hmm. And so like that, there's like a freestanding wall, freestanding tub, and then behind it, it's like two sides to go walk into the shower. Have yes. you seen these? Yes. Yeah, like it seems to be really popular right now. Yeah, we've done them. We've put, you know, we expand, we'll expand the shower. We can put the tub in the shower if there's enough I've room. I've seen that too, yeah. We've done that and it looks amazing. Uh, so, I mean, you, you're kind of limited to your space. A lot of people don't have a restroom that big. You need quite a bit of room to do that, that yeah. Big, but, but if you do have a restroom that large, you know, it's uh, it looks amazing. Are they are they putting the tub in the shower? I mean, is it, it and this is just your opinion, but, like, do you think it's aesthetics, or is it, like, easier to tie into, like, a, the same drain line? Well, from, from what the customers have told me, they want to be able to sit in their tub, step out the tub, rinse off in the shower it's all in the that same area me, yeah. or, or vice versa um uh normally when we do that we got to move the plumbing anyway okay um but it's another thing i guess it's a preference yeah well a lot of people don't realize that like that's a giant hole in your in your slab yeah. <laughs> that's a big hole and, and, <laughs> and it really and the biggest hole is the toilet we got a big hole there for the toilet and so once you start moving stuff around in there I mean, it can be done but around here we got a lot of slabs mm. so it's busting up a lot of concrete then you got to bring in new concrete and that kind of stuff i mean it it's it's not inexpensive and so what one of the things that that's I, where it gets costly uh you know, when you have to start busting concrete and stuff, it's a lot of work. Yeah. yeah so you got you got people that are coming in. I'm sure you find this all the time. They're like, "Hey, we want to redo our our master bathroom." And you're like, "Okay, great." You come over there. And you're like, "What's your budget?" I'm like, "Oh, we got about fifteen thousand dollars." It's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> like, do you want us to also put it back together? Yeah. Like, because mm-hmm. we can we can kind of tear everything out for fifteen grand, but it's going to be another thirty to put everything back in. You know, it's just the way it goes. Let, let me tell you something. I was. I was talking to a, a buddy the other day, and he he was telling me that they just installed a new toilet in his house, and that toilet was ten grand. What? Oh wow! Yeah. So I mean, like t- fifteen grand, like you're not doing nothing. You got gold in it? Uh, no, it was it was a high tech heated seat bidet oh thing. But anyway, we were getting the wrap up sign from Christian. I think he's got somebody else he needs <laughs> to bring up here. If people need to to get a hold of you, man, how do they find you? So uh, it's www.homebuilderselitellc.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook. Okay. Uh, we're in every other social media. So you guys are on Instagram, I'd imagine. Got lots of pictures of your work and stuff up there. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. A lot of people looking we're for with house the cham- stuff. Chamber of Commerce. Uh, the Which BBB, chamber? Clear Lake. Clear Lake. Okay. So I've uh, been with them for years, um, but kind of easy to find awesome you just got to look <laughs> all right very cool well, well thanks for being here really good to meet you hopefully right. this that wasn't too strenuous on you no sir no, good sir. <laughs> all, right. all right y'all have a good one all, all right, right you too so well dude so while, while we're waiting for christian to uh I, I, unless uh, we might be done we i don't might know be done. i don't know so one of the other big things that happened this week is uh do you know who steven crowder is yeah so, you know, he left uh, the company that he was with. You know, he's, he had another company putting his stuff up, paying him to make his show and all this kind of stuff. So he left that, that group. Okay. And so he's been shopping around for a new group. Well, he, he blasted nobody last uh, few days ago uh, saying, I'm tired of these so-called conservative companies taking advantage of everybody online and revealed aspects of a proposed contract uh, that a company had offered him as an agreement. Okay. And I was talking about, you know, how, how these guys are being underhanded and shady and all this kind of stuff. Well, the company that offered him the deal came out today with a Uh-oh. video and said, no, 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 that was us. 
hang on. And it was the Daily Wire. Oh, wow. And they were like, look, we're not, we're not going to sit around here and let him like hint at like that we're being unethical. You don't. And the That's dude, the Daily the dude Wire. <laughs> sat down and read through the whole contract and explained the whole thing and why it's this way. And this is how it is for all of our talent. Da, 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 da. And I was like, ooh, this, this could be fun. Wow. To watch. The Daily Wire, they don't back down from fights. No. In fact, they go in and find them. No. Are you, are you going to rap on there? No. You can, you can, no? Okay. <laughs> Christian, don't let him intimidate you. Yeah, he <laughs> will. <laughs> he backed away. He was like, I don't know who this mammoth of a man is. <laughs> hey, welcome. Hey, what's up, buddy? How welcome, are you? Welcome, welcome. Grab, yeah, grab those right there. Awesome. That way you can... You'll be able to hear. Uh, I do, definitely. And so you want to, as long as you can hear yourself, everybody yes. else can hear you. Yes, I can. All right. All right. Great. You want to put it like right here. There you How's go. That? Perfect. Yeah, you, can, you can pull it to you, whatever works. Yeah, whatever yeah, my yeah. first time on a podcast. Oh, is it really? <laughs> awesome. Well, welcome. We're breaking a lot of people in tonight. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So, so if you don't, we're the, we're the homeowner show, so we, we talk about all things houses. We review products and interview people, I assume, like yourself. Absolutely. Tell us your name and what you well, do, man. My name is Delaware Ahmed. Um, we, I personally run Permeant Waste Recycling Services. Oh, cool. Let's check There's, it out. Um, yeah. Hand that over. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. So, um, simply put, it's a construction and demolition um, and scrap metal recycling waste or uh, a construction and demolition waste management company. Okay. We also have our own scrapyard. So, we do. Oh. Yeah. Well, we had the scrapyard long before. I see he's showing it to everybody. Like, almost uh, since 88. So, oh, okay. Yeah, the second generation myself, and um, expanded into waste management about seven years ago okay. in 2015, and so we provide a roll-off waste service to you know the Houston surrounding area. Okay. So with this with the scrapyard, you, you guys aren't those guys that like paying like two dollar bills or something. No, like those are friends. <laughs> those, those are good friends. Uh, CND. Um, but yeah, similar. But, sim- very similar. Similar, but I mean, within this, the scrap market is very. Um, Fragmented, uh-huh. as in there's so many different ways that you can make money in the scrap metal business. Sure, I mean one way is the people bring it in and you to dollar bills. Another way is you market yourself as a um, someone who buys strictly from commercial industrial accounts. Uh-huh. You know, larger equipment that needs processing that's not ready to be handled by you know it needs equipment and right. forklifts and excavators. And so, what do you do with them when they? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. So you get them. You got to arrange the specialized logistics, the permits. Yeah. You know the specialized truck and haul them in. Make make sure all the routes are good. Have ways to unload them. Have the equipment necessary to process them. And mm. then you know, at the end of the day, it's scrap metal. Okay. Well, I yeah. got a question right sure. off the bat. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you take refrigerators? <laughs> there are regulations with refrigerators. Exactly. So we were just talking <laughs> we're about just, this. We're like, we have so, no idea what they are. So, so here's like, the thing. <laughs> like we were just talking about the fact that like we because. One of our uh, our sponsor for today is Lone Star Appliance Repair. We were talking about that it's it's better to repair your refrigerator than to put it in the landfill. And part of that is because you got Freon in that thing. Absolutely. So you got to figure out how to get rid of it. And we don't know how to get rid of it. Well, there's a company. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. But I, I know it because I've dealt with them before. We had large chillers that go on top of, you know. Oh, yeah. Light. Like, they're huge. I mean, they're like 20 feet, 30 feet long. Uh-huh. And they had Freon in them. And so there's this company that comes, they won't pay, I mean, depending on the market, but generally yeah. it's just enough to just, you know, cover a little bit of cost and they'll come extract it, pay you a little bit for it. And, um, 
that's the well, that's awesome way. because the thing is like you can't like there's a place by my house that will take the refrigerator but they will not take it with freon in it yeah so what a lot of people do they just puncture. saw that line they yeah. puncture it and yeah. let it drain out which is really bad for the environment right so yeah uh, it's it's like what are we supposed to do, right? Now we know. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you can just Google. I mean, it, the indiv- the individual name of the company is almost irrelevant. I mean, in the day and age of Google, sure, yeah. So you can just go online, type in refrigerant recovery, Freon recovery, Houston. Yeah. Okay. And some company will come up. You cold call two, three of them. Some of them will say, yeah, well, we'll come out and we'll but, do it for you. And but that's you- not something we can bring to you. Well, you can. I mean, I'll, I'll make arrangements for it. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, a lot of you know other scrapyards, they can take it. They just don't want to go through the headache. Yeah. You sure. Know? Yeah, you know, we'll we'll manage it. But I mean, we generally won't take individual loads. Uh, yeah. We like to take full truck loads or semi yeah. eighteen wheeler loads. Then I'm only taking about one company. We got we got to <laughs> do a lot. Um, we're we're a sponsor for two companies. The other one is right here. Uh, the second. One. Okay, HGS. Yeah, HGS Roofing, and so my brother uh-huh. runs that one. Uh, we're all you know under a family company, awesome. a parent company, and I run the. Scrap metal waste management and the roofing and siding, which is a material supply company. Yeah, it's located off of Airline Drive, ten three zero seven Airline. So, is it a co- you guys provide the materials for roofs and siding? Yes. You don't actually like install the no, roofs. No, we siding. don't. Okay, we 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 supply it. I mean, um, I think at all times we probably have about three hundred truckloads of material on the ground. Okay, wow. at all times. So it's a pretty sizable quantity. Are you guys pretty specific in those materials, or do you have like all a variety of different materials? We're specific in what we carry, as in. It's residential architectural roofing. Okay. Okay. So residential roofing that you probably have at your house, you know, that we all have. Various right. colors. That Every kind of color. Yeah. yeah. Every color. Now, residential roofing also goes into clay roofing and Spanish tile. Okay. And metal. So you guys do that? No, as, we don't do. You that. don't do that. Okay. No, we all do the shingles. The shingles. Okay. The classic shingles. No metal roofs. No. no. Okay. Yeah. No. So do your thing, man. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we were just talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. So now, uh, yeah, there, there it goes right there. So. Um, yeah, we supply it, and then along with that, siding. What kind of siding? Um, it's called lap siding. Okay. Um, I'm not too familiar with it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it goes fine. into details. Is it yeah. wood or is it no, hardy it's plank? No, it's hardy plank. Okay. He so can hardy plank is a particular for brand. you, but he's <laughs> not. I can dispose of it, <laughs> and I can refer you to where you want to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, hardy plank is a, is a brand. Okay. Um, but yes, the same the, material. The cement hardy, board. Yeah, the cement board, the fiber board, or whatever. It's, yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, and hardy is one of the brands that we carry, and all the major brands of roofing. Um, okay. You know, GAF, Certainty, Landmark, okay. uh, Atlas, Tamco, Owens. Morning, um, Malarkey, and so on. So, you do, you, do you guys mainly supply like businesses in the Houston area, or are you guys mostly contractors that are installing the roofs? Mm-hmm. Um, so, mostly roofing roofing companies that do the physical installation themselves. The contractors they'll come to us, right? And so, this is a perfect event for that because for sure. contractors um, are the ones that ninety nine percent of the time buy from us. Yeah, and so the, the uh, you know it's even priced in a way where. The business owner, I mean, the contractors are the ones that, you know, st- structure their pricing in a way, you know, whenever they sell it off to you yeah, know, homeowners. You can't control what they're charging for. Yeah, I mean, you, on average, like, yeah. last I checked was like, I mean, this was like 2017, I remember. Uh-huh. But I think it was like $180, $200 a square. Maybe it's gone up a little bit. But ballpark uh-huh. around that, so we'll give it for like 50 60 bucks. They have their markup of 50 60 and the labor or whatever. So what's the, what do you, I mean, I, I know that you're in the more the... Uh, I'm in the waste management. Yeah, in the waste management <laughs> side of things. But, like, um, do you guys carry different degrees of, of those residential shingles? Like, I've, I've heard now that there's even, like, a 40-year 
Lifetime. Sh- yeah. Which oh, is there's lifetime. a lifetime one. Okay. Yeah. Well, lifetime is essentially forty year. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a forty year. So there's twenty year, thirty year, and I'm going by the my best memory from the most. No, that's fine. Yeah. Know, I briefly worked. At, you know, like, <laughs> Again, people can Google it and find <laughs> out for yourself. <laughs> so uh, yeah, twenty years. The they're not architectural. They're not lapped. They're just plain flat shingles. Thirty year are your standard ones, and lifetime are the the ones the forty year ones that you're right. talking about. Yeah. And um, that's considered life. I mean, generally, sure. uh, people's, you know, what's the life that's, of a house? No, most people don't own their home more than 40 years. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, uh, yeah, so that's what that's what that's considered. And so, yeah, we, we stock a, a, a huge quantity mm. um, and a, a, a huge variety of colors. That's and cool. And so, I, I mean, I don't know if he's made it in yet, but he's going to be joining in um, to the event. Uh-huh. Awesome. Yeah, I'll oh, tell you, oh, your brother? My brother, yeah. Okay. You know, brother. But yeah, so I mean, I'm mostly responsible for the waste management. Yeah. And well, I, I do have a I do have an interesting question for you on that end. I, I think on the show before I have talked about the thing that is buried in my pasture. Oh yeah. Have we, have we talked about that yeah. before? So in my in my pasture. So when I when I bought the property, mm-hmm. out in the pasture there was a metal square, mm-hmm. just in the ground, and I was like, well, that's kind of weird. So I went out there with a shovel. I was like, I'll just get this thing up. Wouldn't budge. Went back with a pry bar, like a crowbar, right? I was like, wouldn't budge. Went back with like a six-foot pry bar. Couldn't get it to move. And I was like, what is this thing? Like, it's driving me nuts. And I, but I, I, you know, I didn't have anything to dig it up with. So one weekend, my wife let me rent one of those Bobcat skid steers. Right. I was using it to move some dirt by the barn. And I got done with that project early. And I was like, you know what? I remember that square out there in the pasture, I'm going to dig that booger up. Well, like four hours later, I finally pry this thing out of the ground and it's uh, the tread off of a bulldozer. That's wow. the tracks. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, it's got to be two or 3,000 pounds. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, like this, this could potentially be a good investment for me to put back in the ground because I could take it to a scrapyard. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what, they, what it is by the pound, but I got a lot of pounds. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, you randomly, you know, you'll find these things. And, and I mean, is that something I could bring in? Oh, without a doubt. As yeah. long as it doesn't have norm, uh, which is radiation. But no. I don't think for any reason. I wouldn't think it would. Yeah, it wouldn't. The only, you that know. norm. <laughs> we don't like that guy. <laughs> norm. He's kind of out of the norm. Kinda, <laughs> norm. Get that out of here. What's funny, let me tell you what's funny about that story. Is his wife, she comes out and is like, what in the world are you doing? And he's like, no, I was super remember proud. The square? I was like, look at this. Look at this. Square, look what I found. And she goes. We'll put it back. <laughs> and she's she like, made him put it. It's, it's he buried it. I again. buried it back. Wait, your name is not Norm, is it? No, 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 it's not. <laughs> no, that's so good. I thought I, I thought I accidentally said a bad joke. <laughs> no, no, that's funny. No, but like the problem is like you probably could make some money off of that yeah. thing. However, it's buried in the ground again. <laughs> yeah. she made it buried. So now here's a th- here's what would have to happen. You'd have to go rent another bobcat. Listen, babe. Fun, fun. Just talk afternoon. to a guy. <laughs> so it's like I got to go spend some money to make money. Is there, is there <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man. No, I'm, I'm I'm loving this event. This is my first time here. I think we just. Uh, I think I learned about. I I I started looking into the group mm-hmm. uh, of that that sponsors this event. Yeah. Last week, and then I over the weekend learned about the event. By Monday, Tuesday, um, became a sponsor, and so. It was my first time. I didn't, you know, I wanted to kind of feel it out before setting up, you know, 
Yeah. But I think on the next event, is it, does it happen on a monthly basis? Or? Yeah. So it's the third Thursday of every month okay. is, is what we've been told. Okay. So, and we appreciate you sponsoring. I mean, that's, oh. that, you guys are the reason we get to come out and do these things. No, so no, no. It's, 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 it's mutually beneficial for everyone. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, these community events, way better than just humongous NRG type oh, ones. Yeah. You know, the one at Reliant or you don't even get around to talking to as many people as you would. No. But, you know, most of the people here look like they're small business owners. They like are. Like myself. And, yeah. And this is that little pocket. Thing. And we, you know, we're, we're our, our yards are just down the street, you know. In, oh, cool. In Haldine. So, okay. yeah, I mean, I live on Luetta. So. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. It's yeah. Perfect. So, like, for, for my business, my office is actually right there at uh, Kirkendall 2920. Kirkendall. Oh, Springs. All right. Yeah. Wow. So. Wow. Yeah. Tell me about, uh, is this, is this a, uh, the podcast? Is that y'all's? No, no. This is, this is just our, this well, is our side hustle. <laughs> yeah. We, we just do this. We do this for fun. Pretty much. <laughs> side hustles are, yeah. man, so I'm telling you, side hustles are a hack in life. I, well, they they can be they can yeah <laughs> but this one is more of a I don't know we've been doing this for a while mm-hmm. uh, we put out uh, I don't know we're we're about two hundred thirty episodes in I've uh, been doing it for I don't know four and a half five years about something four like that. years yeah yeah and uh, so we've been doing it for a while oh, we, we don't make a lot of money doing this in fact we no. lose money doing this I mean like but, we like we do but we don't yeah yeah, yeah. we it, well in in inadvertently we do like yeah indirectly i mean really like, for for us for the uh, people one I, I know i know a lot of people watch the show and they're like oh my gosh kevin and craig i mean like they're probably doing pretty good on the show and <laughs> like, like like seriously like i've had people be like oh my gosh like you know you're but like here's the thing is like we don't we, we actually don't make money off the show but like what's valuable to us is this yeah conversations like we get we get to meet new people pretty much every week and we get to talk to them about their business and and then we have a business relationship with those people and that's been like exponentially valuable to us. I think the value of any sort of media marketing, mass mm-hmm. media marketing, which is, and podcast in this day and age, yeah, yep. you know, working. Oh, yeah, way yeah. more than ever before. Yeah. yeah, and I think the credibility of actual media companies has tanked. Oh, for sure. In the past, yeah. however many years, I mean, they are scrambling to survive. And the podcasters and the podcast companies or the podcast show hosts mm-hmm. are the ones that people are going to for credible, credible sources of news yeah. because it's just people talking. We have no agenda. Like, uh, like there's nobody telling us, Craig, you shouldn't have said that. Yeah, Kevin, you shouldn't have said that. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, we're going to say what we think. Yeah. And and it, and I think there's something very valuable in that. And people know that we're going to get honest opinions, even if I disagree with your opinion. Without a doubt. I know that it's not biased. Without a doubt. You know? Yeah. And you're allowed to give it. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and we, I mean, like, we don't pay our guests. I mean, like, we don't, and they don't pay us to come on the show. No. It never have. I am thoroughly impressed. I'm so. going to look into this show a lot more as soon as I... Well, here's the deal. We've never had a waste management no, we person on the show out of 230 episodes. Wow. And we, we record uh, episodes that we, we well, come out every single week. On, so. Honestly, that's the other fun part about this for us is like, we get to meet you. Yeah. We don't know anything about this, but we get to learn about it. Yeah. I'll yeah. tell you a lot more. I mean, since we're here. Come on. I'll tell you a lot more <laughs> about what we do. Uh, because we have a background in uh, scrap, yeah. Uh, a lot of times you end up with good material. So right. what we started doing was we started buying from a lot of the yards that we have. Um, you know, my family, my uncle owns a yard and on 99 and two, you know, so many. Okay. We, we have uh, pretty deep roots in the scrap business. Um, but we started buying good surplus material, started supplying wholesale truckloads to yeah. other fabrication companies that don't necessarily need 
their material being MTR coded and material test reports. Uh, you know, some some customers you do need that, but if you're building a dumpster, what, you, well, real quick, what's what's the value in having that uh, that rating? Meaning what? You said MTR. Well, MTR material test report. So, like for example, if you're a fabrication company and you're building for Exxon, uh-huh. um, Exxon has a lot of liabilities. You know, I don't want to say any names, but let's say you're building for a for a large cap oil and gas company. Yeah. Or, you know, you, you would you would need to have a test report, material test reports that releases the liability off of you. I got you. And that the material is not some second grade that didn't pass quality control in manufacturing. Yeah. And is um, you know, is good for fabrication that the fabrication company can pass it on and say, hey, this is all certified material. And there's AM, ASME and other uh, engineering societies that require MTRs in order to certify whatever fabrication yeah. their oil and gas companies are doing. Huh. And so we're not in oil and gas. You know, we're building dumpsters. Yeah. And so steel, for the most part, at the end of the day, the way I look at it is steel. Yeah. Um, and if steel building is steel. Conti- yeah, steel <laughs> is steel. I mean, you know, for people that are building, like, their own, you know, that are building, I mean, there's so many different things you can do with, with, with steel fabrication. Right. Yeah. And the majority of the things are made out of plates and steel and structural. And, and so, like, people, for example, building fencing. Mm. And so we so supply are, that. Are you guys are actually building these. We supply the steel. Uh-huh. We build the containers. We supply the service of the containers and do the waste management. Uh-huh. We buy the scrap metal. So if you if you take out the effort and you have a demolition going on, you take the effort out and you sort everything out. Yeah. We'll buy that from you. Oh, We're not cool. going to charge you for it. Yeah. Assuming, I mean, there's conditions that it has to be over 10,000 pounds. Right. It has to cover the cost of us coming over there. Yeah. But, but majority of the time, it well over covers the cost. Dude, it sounds like everything y'all are doing is very sustainable. I really like that. Like you're 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 talking about you're not you're not outsourcing this to build this, and you're not turning around and selling this over. To, you're you're bringing stuff in. This is brilliant. I don't know <laughs> if you, you heard what he's saying. He's taking your junk, bringing it to his place, repurposing it back into steel that can be built into a container that can go out and get more junk <laughs> that will bring it back in. You see what I'm saying? It's I never like, thought about it. Like it is sustainable. <laughs> no, it is a really, really interesting process. Wow. Yeah, that so is. Do you, do you guys work with A and W at all? No, I just learned about Christian. Oh, yeah, I was going to say that'd be a good I, contact for you. Oh, I mean. absolutely! I just met him. Uh, I met him through Christian, and yeah. uh, Christian Scott introduced me. Introduced me to. Christian. That was a fun noise, wasn't yeah, it? That was nice. <laughs> um, yeah, and so he's an awesome guy. Um, actually, the the container sizes that he has, we don't have. Oh, okay. Yeah, he has a lot of the. The, the 15 yards and the 20 okay. yards. And we have some 20 yards, but we don't have too many. And so I would love to partner, you know, with For someone sure. that we can just refer to smaller, you know, the, when we don't have the containers. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I, well I, I, we probably need to wrap up just because we're, but, but I wanted to ask you real quick. I mean, is there... I know for a long time there was a big controversy around copper. Yeah. I mean, I, obviously you guys probably take in copper. I try not to. You try not to? I try okay. not to I take was, any... That's, that's actually, why I was asking. I actually try not to. We try to not take any material in. The only material that's coming into our yard, we have gone out and bought it. We've gone out and done the bid. Yeah. And we buy it from a company. Yeah. 
and you know, nobody can just walk in and say, "Hey, I got this. Would you want to buy?" It? Yeah, you know, th- those are like those are considered peddler yards, uh-huh. and, and they make a lot of money. Yeah, but they come with their own set of problems. Yeah, yeah, and ours comes with our set of problems. But we'd rather deal with these problems. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to pick your problems. And what the problems I can handle, not the, yeah, <laughs> the ones go. I know. Absolutely. <laughs> well, so, well, anyway. Um, yeah, man. Well, if people if, if people want to get one of these containers, or they they've got some scrap they want to sell you, or 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 they need some roofing material or yeah. siding material, how do they how do they get a hold of you guys? Well, let me uh, give you my uh, you can our uh, phone number, uh, Instagram, website, email. Okay. You know our name is Permeant Waste Recycling Services. You can Google us. Okay. You can you can find us on Instagram, Permeant Waste. Okay. You can contact. You can email, I mean. Someone will respond if you if they yeah, send you a message. Absolutely, someone's yeah. there on at any form. Okay, you know, email, phone, contact, cool, yeah. email. Stop by, visit us physically, if you will. Oh yeah, absolutely, <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you the camera. Yeah, perfect. All right, awesome, dude. Thank you so much for, right, for sitting you. down with us. Thank you for having me. All right, enjoy your time absolutely. here. Absolutely, thank dude, you, man. Really right, good to we'll meet you, bud. Likewise. Bye-bye. Yeah. All right, guys. I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap up today's yeah. episode. We got we got people up on the stage. Um, but thank you. We'll uh, we'll cover some of these controversies that we brought up in the show later on. <laughs> I, I suppose. So. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the episode. Thanks for downloading today. And um, yeah, we're gonna be uh, interesting. Uh, interested in finding more about the net contractor network, and we're gonna be here more. So, um, so yeah. yeah. Third Thursday of every month. Could be fun. Should be fun. Yeah. All right, guys. So thank you all for joining us. Uh, if you haven't yet, hit the click. Did click. Click the like. Click the uh, subscribe button. Do it all. Um, what else we got? I don't know. I think that's it. There it is. The bump music. We'll see you guys later. Yeah.